0: Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 287 of the Drunk Dashers podcast. I'm Rose as always. I'm Tyler, and joining me, with the man, the myth, the legend himself. Holy shit! What? When I opened the can, like, my audio spiked like crazy, like I've never seen before. It's, like, just red now. It, I've never seen that. Normally it's blue, but it's just red. That's how loud it was. I'm so sorry, people. I might... Def- I'm gonna. Hopefully I remember to fix that in uh, post. Uh, if not, uh, I hope you can still hear this.
1: And you just woke um, somebody up that was half asleep. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, you might have just woke the whole neighborhood up. But anyways... Uh, Before I rudely interrupted myself, um, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler.
1: Man, it it has been a freaking interesting week. And what I mean by that, man, other than the work and the whole issues of the smoke coming down from British Columbia, man, it just has been just really just kind of nuts in a way. Because work stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like in the middle of the week being a little bit sick because of the whole smoke stuff. Because, you know, it's like, I got a little bit of breathing issues because of asthma and stuff, but it's like... <sighs> I was just very glad by the end of the week that uh, when Friday came along, my payday, is like, okay, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to pay some bills, I'm going to do this, do that, and stuff. And what's kind of funny is the people in my workplace, it's like they're so eager to leave early on a Friday, especially since it's been like kind of a routine almost every week where it's like, yeah, okay, we match, go out, let's do this and that. I actually decided this time around to stay up until the full end of my shift, (laughs) which I was, like, the only one. (laughs) I was the only one to actually finish up my stuff and then leave. There's there's like, a few other people in different departments, but it was just kind of funny. Because if I had left, there would have been so much shit to clean up on that corresponding Monday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was that. And uh, as far as, like, game stuff is going, man... I have been trying a couple different types of things, but I could get into detail about it a little bit later. So, okay. have <laughs> you been doing, Tyler?
0: Uh, well, two things. Adam, what you're saying, I'm with you. where I'm the type that I hate to like leave shit undone. Yep. And like, cause I hate coming in the morning with like, I'm, like I'm already busy in the morning, but then I already have 20 other things I gotta do on top of that. Like first thing, hate doing that. Yep. So I understand where you're coming from. Um, and two. The reason he's talking about smoke, people, is because his parents crowned smoking, so as punishment, they made him smoke a whole pack of cigarettes in one sitting. So, that's why he's, he's, he's a little raspy today. Uh, so, hopefully he'll never smoke again. Hopefully he learned his lesson. Um, I, would otherwise,
1: be, I would fucking be dead if I did that. Yeah. Yeah, because uh,
0: Admiral Bagno uh, will whoop his ass if... Uh, is Admiral. that the next level up, Admiral? I don't, Admiral? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The sergeant above that? I don't know, I'm going to Admiral. I like that better. Admiral, Admiral Bagnow. That's the name of your dad. <laughs> so, uh, he will, he'll whip your ass if he catches you smoking again, young man. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, um, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, went, um, well, I was going to say, went frisbee golfing with Justin. We went to the park to go play frisbee golf uh-huh. and realized there was a big tournament going on. Okay, uh, and we're like, all right, well, we'll just sit here at the bench, drink up beers, and uh, kind of let everybody get going because we got there right when everybody was starting. And uh, like five and a half hours later, we never even started. We just like, all right, well, <laughs> it's it's getting late, so I'm gonna go get some food, and that was kind of it. Like the last three times we've hung out to go play frisbee golfing, we never even thrown a single disc. We go <laughs> to the park, we grab the beer and the water and everything, and we go there, and we sit by the we sit at the bench. And then it's like three hours gone by, and I was like, eh, well, I just might as well keep talking. Yeah, that's what happens every <laughs> single time. Like, we could have started, like, any time after, like, an hour or so. and we just never did. Uh, so that, that's how that's going there. Uh, I, I made some purchases um, this this weekend on gaming, on the gaming end. Uh, I did, I went ahead and I bought the, I think, Translucent, Transluc- I don't know how you say it. Uh, but the 500000000 million uh, PS4 Pro Edition that came out. Uh, it's like the see-through blue uh, i bought the uh head the playstation gold headset that's not even gold it's just what they call it um and then i bought the new controller that goes with it so got that and then i, I trade i did a bunch of trading in um this this weekend at gamestop got some playstation cards so i pre-ordered a few games digitally on my uh uh ps4 uh and there's a reason i have pretty much just almost completely gone digital now with my ps4 uh, I'll talk about that later, uh, but I pre-ordered, um, what did I pre-order? Oh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, that comes out in a few weeks, but I also pre-ordered, I got, like, 175 bucks, I also pre-ordered, uh, um uh, Anthem and Metro Exodus, so, those games don't come out until, like, February, so I'm, I'm good to go for a while on gaming, on the gaming end, so, um, yeah, um, alright now, so, uh, you know, Gamescom happened this week, Gables, so um not you know it, it was a lot of news this week but a lot of it was i'd say a vast majority of it was um it's kind of more details on things we already knew about uh some more some more gameplay some couple new trailers uh some small details on things so not we're not gonna spend a lot of time going over all that because uh we'll, we'll we can I mean, that'd be a nine-hour show if we went over every little tiny detail Microsoft had a big event that was like two and a half hours long. Now some bundles, showed some gameplay for the games um, that we were, like I said, already knew about, uh, but I want to go over some of the, uh, some of the, some of the news that did come out of it. So like, so we have some dates and some games that are announced, things like that. We'll go over. Um, first off though, before we even get to the uh, Xbox side of things or um, anything like that, Nintendo had a surprise uh, and it was oddly on the Nintendo UK uh, YouTube channel. was never even, I don't think it ever actually made it over to the United States side of it. Um, but they had what was called the Nintendo's Indie Highlight. Um, I want to say that was Monday or Tuesday morning. Uh, this gamescom, I believe happens in Germany. Uh, so, um, about 20 minute video, uh, like I said, it was all indie stuff. So came out, started with bad North. It is a, uh, uh, like a strategy game with like Vikings and he's got, you know, it's like advanced wars, advanced wars, but with like Vikings, uh, Prison Architect was announced. Um, oh, Bad North is out is out now. Uh, Prison Architect was announced; it's out now. Morpheus Law that was uh, I think a lot of people piqued a lot of people's interest. I think it was announced back at PAX uh, East in like March. Uh, it's like the four four, v four shooter game, and like the more you the more damage you do, the bigger you get. Um, Morpheus Law it's out now. Uh, I think it's like twenty bucks. Uh, Windjamers... One was, annou- uh, was announced to come to the Switch on October 23rd. And they also revealed that Windjammer's 2 is coming to the uh, Switch as well. Uh, as- and also... Oh, no, there is uh, Reggie flying over my head. Um, <laughs> Windjamers 2 is coming to the Switch and all the other consoles uh, in 2019. Uh, ter- terraria? Ter- I think that's how you say it. Uh, yeah. It was v- originally a Vita game. It's been on other things for a little while now. But it's coming out next year for the Switch. A uh, game called night call is coming out in 2019. You're like a, I think you're like a taxi driver or something. You're trying to solve like you're also like a detective. I can't remember exactly how it went. Uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom uh, is a sequel to uh, Monster Boy. Uh, it's coming out November 6th. The platformer uh, Gardens Between is coming out September 20th. Uh, Streets of Rogue is out this winter. Uh, Moonlighter is out this fall uh this war of mine uh comes out in november which it's been out for a few years i think it's been a um one of the free games on like playstation xbox's uh services uh so uh if you have that i heard it's fantastic so i'll check it out but if you want to get on the switch it's coming out this november uh children of morta is coming out early 2019 everspace stellar edition it is like a flying roguelike game uh it's coming out early 2019 baba is you is out this fall and last but not least, Slay the Spire is out in early two thousand nineteen. Uh so we both watched it. Did anything adventurous come out to you on this?
1: Oh, inside that inside that uh, video and stuff, the ones that really caught my attention most was just the unveiling that Windjammer is coming to Switch plus an actual sequel to Windjammers coming out on all the platforms. Yeah, that was a shock. That uh yeah, that was a shock and a half right there, since Windjammers in and of itself has been around since like I think the nineties in arcades and stuff. Yeah. And more or less in the past couple of years has actually made it stateside because of the, because of like the PSN and like everything else. It's like, whew, that game is really fun. It can be very addicting too. I've never tried the online of it, but if you try to do the arcade mode of that damn thing, it's so tough. (laughs) It is really tough because you got to go and just, it's so technical. It's so basic in nature, but uh, I would love to play that thing on the go (laughs) again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think it was I think it was like we got it on PlayStation like, uh, PSN Plus. I think we got it free on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I came out of it like Moonlighters looks kind of cool. What really shocked me was just like the sheer amount of like rogue rogue like games there are now coming out for the Switch. Oh uh, yeah,
1: it's like a flood of them.
0: Yeah, like that that is like the I mean it's been a popular genre for a while now, uh, but it just feels like that's like. Like the new indie thing is like. It's like, exploding. Yeah. Uh, and it's just bigger now than ever. Like I think four or five of these games were are roguelikes. Um, and they, I, I'm not trying to knock that genre, but for me personally, if I hear uh, roguelike and uh, when they describe a game, I immediately be like, ah, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, I, I you just I got really, exhausted of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that whole genre. I just don't care about it all. And I'm, I'm not saying that the games are bad or anything. It's just like not my thing. But um, yeah, so uh, most of this I didn't care for. Uh, Moonlighter looks kind of cool. Uh, kinda, it's like a top-down adventure game. Uh, had some hyperlight drifter-esque uh, flashbacks to me. Uh, but speaking of, actually, uh, well, yeah. Uh, there is also another Nindies event on Monday, uh, on the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. So if you are uh, wanting some more, and nothing really tickles your fancy out of this, uh, there's going to be another one. And I'm crossing my fingers for Hyperlight Drifter. Oh yeah, come on, really, I baby? Mean, <laughs> I hope so. It's supposed to come out
1: sometime before the end of the summer.
0: Yeah, they said summer. It's it's the twenty fifth right now. You got six you got a- days. You feel like just like a, not even a week yeah well I, I, Dark Souls they said was coming out this summer for the Switch and it it, it was like now it's coming in October so uh, they yep. didn't really explain that but uh, yeah that's what I mean like I said uh, it's just kind of a surprise pop up it's cool There was some you know there's a lot of cool shadow drops in there I think four or five games came out like right away on that uh, Morphe's Law being the big one um, I'm curious what kind of traction the game's going to get and uh, to see, to see if it, what what's like in a couple weeks because that's definitely a game I'd like to check out uh, I think, but like I, said, I think it's like I think it's twenty bucks. Um, I want to wait and see uh, what people are saying about it. I haven't really. There's no reviews out yet because it just it just dropped, um, so I haven't really heard a lot of impressions about it. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But moving on uh, to some other um, Gamescom news. So all this that I'm going to talk about here are it's all release dates or release windows right. that were announced. Um, so some, a lot of these games we already knew about, but they officially have um, at least a date or a timetable. So uh, first up, Luigi's Mansion, uh, the remake for 3DS, is coming out October 12th. Uh, Trials Rising, it's the Trials uh, Fusion sequel to that, uh, the motorcycle game, uh, is coming out this February. Ace Combat 7 is out January 18th. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 is out March 8th. Uh Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is out March 22nd. Uh, Shenmue 3 is out August 27th, which that's over a year away. And then, last but not least, Bloodstain uh, was delayed to 2019, and the Vita version has been cancelled. Um, ah. So, out of all those games that were uh, got released Windows 4, any of those are uh, tickling your fancy?
1: Well, it's kind of disappointing that Bloodstain got delayed until next year, but at the same time... I'm kind of glad that uh, they are getting enough time to try to iron out that game, because even the last time I've been, I have been, was uh, hearing rumblings and stuff from like people who had pre-purchased and stuff for that, uh, the Kickstarter that was going on, that uh, there were some things that did need to be ironed out in terms of the gameplay, in terms of like, the graphical fidelity. Yeah, And since they pretty much tidied a lot of the gamers over with uh, the whole Curse of the Moon and stuff oh, yeah. earlier on yep. Yep. this year, that in and of itself i am more than happy to wait because <laughs> that game was pretty good in my honest opinion but uh it's kind of sad that the vita port was canceled i mean honestly i think they uh had did the right thing in terms of going to their kick you know their backers and stuff that specifically wanted the vita version that uh, they'll offer for free any type of other versions that they uh they want say like yeah. either for steam or for ps4 or for whatever and at the same time, the reasoning for it was—it's it's like a perfectly sound one. Is that Sony is not supporting the Vita anymore, pretty much. So yeah. it's like if if nobody's playing the Vita right now, or hardly anyone's playing it, only then the dedicated hardcore, which hell, respect those guys—they stuck with their system like since <laughs> 2012. Yeah, this the launch of it. Fine system, but at the same point and stuff, that system is pretty much just gone in terms of. Uh, in terms of actual, like, people being interested in it for the most part, because a lot of them have s- switched on to, ironically enough, the Nintendo Switch, where a lot of the same games are being released. Yeah. And so it's like, I am sad that the people who wanted it for Vita are not going to get it, but at the same time, it's like, you got options other places and stuff if you want. If you want to play it on Steam, if you want to play it on your PS4 or, like, whatever, you're more welcome to do so. But it's like, other than that, though, there wasn't really anything that's really struck my chord. But uh, you know, Shenmue three being a year away from now, that's kind of crazy to think that yeah. they actually just just decided, oh, okay, let's we're gonna release this next year. I know they got uh, their the first two games gonna be releasing fairly soon. The uh, compilation desk
0: just came out this past Tuesday, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I've never played the first two Shenmue games because they were Dreamcast games, but man. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the canceling the Vita version for Bloodstain um, probably makes more makes a lot of sense. You know, I think uh, PlayStation or Sony is officially dropping support for it in early 2019. Uh, yep. So really, the probably the only reason to make the Vita versions is to uh, is for the people that, that ask for it for the from Kickstarter backers. That, that's probably the majority of your audience right there that's going to buy that game or get that for Vita. So yeah, it makes sense. And if you have a Vita, pretty good chance you have uh, a different another console as well, um, yep. or at the very least a Switch or a 3DS. I think it's coming to 3DS. Um, could be wrong actually, uh, but yeah, me yeah, that makes sense. It sucks, you know, if you really want it on there, but uh, you know, hopefully you have other options. I think they are offering refunds as well, so you don't have to switch to that thing if you don't want yes. to. Luigi's uh, Mansion 3DS. Uh, I wish that if that came to Switch, I would be ecstatic for it. That day oh, I know, one, right. Uh, in fact, it's on 3DS. Uh, I don't care about it. It's like Detective Pikachu. Like I actually enjoyed playing that game. I just hate playing my 3DS now more than ever. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's like now I have a better option for uh, from Nintendo to play, play these games. It's just kind of silly not to put that on there, I think. Uh, at least have both, at the very least. Uh, Trials Rising. Uh, that, that was, you know, I thought that was a cool game back in the day on, like, the 360, and it was, like, the game when there wasn't 600 games coming out a day on, on the Xbox and PlayStation, um, so it stood out. You know, when indie games were, or smaller titles were a fairly new thing, so, like, when, like, Geometry Wars and Trials came out, it was a big, t- big ordeal, so, like, you'd have, like, 15, 20 people and your friends was all playing that game, and the point of the game was, like, you know, beating your friends' times. And then when it came, uh, I think, Charles Fusion on PS4, it's like, all those people that bought those games that I'm still friends with on on the consoles didn't really buy them again. Um, That's or they, true. Or didn't really get into them. And the ones that did, didn't get super into it. Uh, Jake uh, Knuckles got into it really big uh, when they both came out, and we went back and forth, and finally he just, like, uh, took all the fun out of it and destroyed all my times. And I'm like, well, I'm never going <laughs> to beat those, and I quit playing the game. Uh, so, yeah, um... The rest of them, uh yeah, I don't I don't really care for. Uh, really, I mean, I don't think I'm probably gonna buy any of these. Bloodstain is probably the one I'm most likely to buy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just cool that we got a, you know, we got release date for a lot of these. And I just want to, I was I was looking at the 2019 video game uh, calendar for um, yeah already uh, after this, and I just want to point this out real quick. So th- this is the first quarter of 2019. January, Ace Combat Seven, Resident Evil Two Remake. Kingdom Hearts 3, February, Anthem, Days Gone, Metro Exodus, Trials Rising, Crackdown 3, March, Devil May Cry 5, Division 2, and Sicario. That's the first three months of the year. And there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. you 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 can argue probably eight or nine of those are AAA games. The other ones are really big, like AA games. That's just the first three months of the year.
1: Tyler is this gonna be a repeat of 2017
0: I don't know if it's gonna be a repeat because because um, <laughs> a couple a few of those games were like generational like kind of types of games um, yeah. but I think it's definitely gonna be I think it'll be like 2016 where 2016 was just like stacked with like really good triple-a games um yeah you know you you definitely had some really great ones in there but yeah I think it's I think it's gonna be like one of those years where everybody's reloading and they're coming out with all the big guns you know, like uh, now we just need something fucking crazy from Nintendo, and we're pretty much sold. And I- I've said this a few times before, but like in February, Anthem, Days Gone, Metro, and Cracktown all coming out in the same day. So, yep. uh, and I bought two of those games already, uh, so I could end up buying all four of those. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So pretty, it's it's gonna be crazy, man. Uh, I think we got a fairly. Um, there's some, there's some, a lot of big AAA games coming out this year, but it's not as jam packed. Like September's got a few good, good, good ones in there. October's crazy with like Call of Duty, uh, Assassin's Creed, Black Ops, Red Dead, and then the rest of the year is kind of like not a lot. So uh, it's not, it's not a super, it's not. I, I feel like it's very condensed this year, um, where typically you see a little more spread out. Um, it truly is. Yeah. So. Um, which is kind of nice, because it allowed me a little more time to play some of these games where typically, like, uh, you know, some of the years in the past, like, there's, like, five or six games I want in the fall, and they all come out in, like, four separate days. And, like, you're just trying to, like, figure out which one you're going to play first or bounce back and forth. So that's kind of, it's going to be kind of a cool year, I think, this uh, this this holiday season. Um, but moving on to some other uh, Gamescom uh, new or news that came out during Gamescom. Uh, Supermassive Games, who are the people that made Until Dawn. Uh, that um, a lot of people loved. It kind of came out of nowhere. It it was like a PlayStation Move game that was converted on the PS3 that was converted to PS4 and it was no longer a PlayStation Move game. Uh, So I think a lot of people, when it came out in uh, 2015, um, I think a lot of people were down on it. And I think a combination of, you know, kind of, there wasn't a lot of hype for it. And then also Twitch um, kind of blew that game up. And it kind of came out of nowhere and took a lot of people by surprise, and took me by surprise. I uh, know Justin by surprise. I remember, I think it was my number two or three game of that year. Uh, I think I know Justin had it in his top five, and I, think, I believe Jake had it as like one of his three or four biggest games of that year. Uh, nice. So I and I said, I remember saying actually at the time that I would love it if every few year every couple of years, they just like they, they kept the Until Dawn name. And they just made their own. Every game was different with new class characters, different, uh, different setting, blah blah blah. Hmm. And just keep doing that. Well, turns out they're doing that. Uh, not that it was like my idea, but it's just kind of cool. Like, hey, I said this like 2015, and now it's happening. Uh, so I'm super excited for this. So Supermassive Games uh, revealed that the, they're calling this the Dark Pictures Anthology. So every so they have about 39 ideas. They said they had for this. So every game what? is going to be. Um, so it's all going to be under... They're all going to have their own separate name. But they're all under this anthology, uh, Dark Pictures. Uh, so the first game is called The The Man of Midon, dawn uh, And it's like you're on a... Uh, Your cast characters on a boat or something like that. I'm not quite sure what's going on with it. I'm purposely not trying to watch anything about it. Just because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but basically what this says, each game is an anthology. It'll have its own cast. Everybody in Every, every character in the game is able to die. It, for people to know, it's kind of like a... Um, heavy rain type of quantum dreams type of game, uh, where it's just like you, you just like a lot of, uh, fast action, uh, button pressing, things like that. And based off of your decisions you make or your reactions, uh, people can die or it can lead to a butterfly effect of certain different things. Uh, so they announced that the man of Madonna is coming out in 2019. Uh, no time period other than that. Uh, and they plan to release two, uh, two of these games every year. Uh, so, oh, wow. I am incredibly excited for this. Uh, one of the coolest things that's come out, I think, in a, little, in a while now, for me, uh, just because I love that game. Uh, and I tried playing, oh, I forgot what it was called. That st- it wasn't stupid, but it was just wasn't. It, it The one that, um, fuck, it was the PlayStation. Like, you had to play with your cell phone uh, on, on the PS4, and I hated it. I hated playing with um, the phone. Fuck, what is that called? God.
1: I know it's right off the tip of my tongue too because that, that was like one of those like wake up sort of games or something like that,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, super massive games. Uh, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> uh, wiki uh, video games. Uh, Hidden agenda. That's what it's called. That game. Uh, so yeah, that game. It was not. It, it was fine. It's just it, yeah, I would enjoy it if it was just a regular game, but um. It's, it was crazy is this is coming to Xbox, PS4, and it's coming to PC, so, uh, first time is in, like, I think they said, like, 16 years that they're releasing a game that's not exclusively for PlayStation, so, uh, that's, that's crazy to see, uh, but, yeah, I don't know, I mean, Gable, did you actually, did you play on Teldon? No, I
1: still own it, though, but, uh, it's, bitch. That's just the thing, man, backlog stuff, but, uh, I have heard nothing but good things about it. I know, it's been on your guys' lists and stuff over the oh, the year that it came out and your guys' top ten lists and stuff. But man, it has to kind of excited just thinking about the possibility that there's going to be more stories and sides. Just things that are like different and this sort of anthology things that Supermassive Games is doing. It's That's just crazy to me. Now you got yourself a new Bonafide PlayStation-centric exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Franchise.
0: So, yeah. So I am... Yeah, like I said, incredibly excited for that. That's when the coolest things to come out out of Gamescom. Uh, another thing that uh, that was kind of announced. I don't know. There's not really a lot to say to it, but it's it's, it's kind of it's a it's a decent science news story. Uh, there'll be no Assassin's Creed in 2019. Um, wow. So uh, they came out and said that uh, uh, this is a quote. I can't written wrote down who the quote was from, but uh, it's one of the top execs at, Ub, at Ubisoft. He said, uh, "On Assassins, we had a game in 2017." We have one this year, but we are not going to have a full-fledged Assassin's Creed next year. It's just because the two uh, the the teams were uh, working separately, so we have two games now, one year after the other. But next year, you're not going to get you're not going to get a fully fledged one. So the fully fledged one kind of throws me off a little bit. Like, are we going to see like some of those weird like uh, they had those like weird Assassin's Creed like small digital ones you can buy that was like in China and it was like three or four. It was like a trilogy, but it was like small like fifteen dollar downloadable ones. Is going to be a port of uh, some like uh, like I don't know I don't guess what can they port at this point because everything's on the there. I guess I <laughs> uh, they not port. You're right. They have not.
1: They've never they've never reported the original Assassin's Creed.
0: Yeah. They 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 ported uh, Rogue last year. Uh, the year before yep. that they did the um, the FCO collection. I guess the only ones they haven't technically yep. you can't play on the current consoles are the original and three. I doubt they're going to port three because uh, nobody liked that game. No, um, they're
1: probably going to revamp the original.
0: Yeah, um, I could see them doing that. Uh, that makes, I guess, that makes sense. Um, Dude, I just yeah. having
1: just having this full-on fucking reboot the original one—that's what I would like. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't
0: mind that. Go back to. I wouldn't mind. Oh man, going back to the the things of the about Sasuke would be great. Uh, oh, man,
1: did you just remember though that time like uh, when that game officially? came out and stuff, Assassin's Creed, back in, like, what was it, 2008 and stuff like that? Uh, uh,
0: 2000, yeah, I think you're right,
1: 2008. Dude, it was, like, the game in and of itself was alright, but there was so many, like, uh, little things. We didn't know it was gonna be, like, a massive franchise back in the day. It wasn't until the second game came out, and it's like, okay, now they're annualizing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's the thing I've said before about, like, uh, Ubisoft is, like, they always have some cool ideas, but they don't really have them, like, worked out, like... Watchdog was a really cool concept, but Watchdogs 2 is like what really took off. Um, and, you know, same thing with Assassin's Creed. So, um, yeah, it's a crazy to think about that. Yeah, it was like, that was a really cool game. I liked it back in the day. Then, like, 2, I was like, this game's fucking fantastic. Um, this gives me hope. I was hoping that this year we'd get Watchdogs 3. This is telling me, man, we're getting Watchdogs 3 next year. That's what Ooh. I think we're going to get. Uh, oh, boy. But, so, I wouldn't wouldn't mind that, you know, you get, like, if you get two Assassin's Creed, then a year off, and you get, watch the new Watch Dogs in there, I'd be cool with that. Uh, I'd rather see Watch Dogs every other year, and then you get Assassin's Creed every other year, but whatever, you know, I can't, beggars can't be choosers, I'm just happy, Uh, well, I'm not happy, because I don't know if it's actually a thing, but I'd be very happy if they just keep making uh, Watch Dogs games, Um, which, we've got to hear leaks here soon, those games leak months in advance. So, uh, which is funny, a hacking game, uh, gets leaked. Um, (laughs) but, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. I don't really, there's not, like I said, not a lot to say to it. Um, that's a good thing. I think a lot of people were, like, kind of shocked and, uh, about Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's kind of weird. You gotta, like, you gotta say what you mean. You can't just say Odyssey, because there's, like, so many fucking games with Odyssey in it now. Uh, so you gotta say Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, which is just annoying for me. Um, just too many words in in a row, more than I want to do. Um. Eh, whatever, it, it, it's not—it's not a bad thing to take a year off. So, uh, better to take a year off when people when people are still interested in your games than to do what they did before and run it to the ground before they took a year off. Um, but moving on. Uh, so this is kind of a uh, a pretty cool thing that's happening, uh, or potentially happening, but it sounds like it's pretty much guaranteed uh, to be a thing. Um, there's apparently some rumors coming out uh, that. There are going to be some Xbox bundle subscriptions uh, being announced here fairly soon. I think they're planning on uh, getting these going before the holiday season officially gets going. Uh, but Microsoft is going to, is here soon is going to announce uh, these these two year subscription deals you, that you can get um, where you get an Xbox One X or S depending on what bundle you want to get and you pay X amount a month for two years. Uh, and you, then you own it. Um, so and, and involved with that also is you, you're paying for Game Pass and Xbox Live. So, um, And I don't know what happens if you quit making these payments. I really don't know. Uh, like I don't know if something like uh, if, uh, Major Nelson's going to kick your door in and take your Xbox. I don't know. I'm kind of funny have though. the
1: whole Microsoft fucking SWAT team or something like that. <laughs> going, you didn't
0: pay this month. Yeah, fuck you. They just take it back. It's like, hi, Major He's Nelson kind of like... here. <laughs> what? Hi,
1: Major Nelson here. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, like, upset you didn't pay any your subscription this month. He just goes, just kicks your teeth, and he just steals the Xbox Yeah, that'd
0: be great. <laughs> okay. He just, like, starts flipping switches, and he, like, takes your Xbox. Um... So yeah, uh, oh man, that'd be great actually. I would not make a payment just for that for that to happen. Uh,
1: could just could just imagine just him just busting in and stuff like this, knocks over conveniently the damn lamp or
0: something like that. It's like
1: oh, that's a nice lamp you got there. It would be a shame if anything were to oh, there he goes.
0: <laughs> he just like he goes to your bathroom, fills a couple of water, dumps go. it on your PlayStation, and it takes your Xbox. That's probably what happened. Um, but uh, he did. They didn't. They announced a uh, well. They haven't announced it, but this is what it looks like. It's going to be: is uh, if you want an S, you're going to pay twenty to twenty-five dollars uh, a month, and if you want an X, you're going to pay thirty about about thirty-five dollars a month. Which actually, uh, so doing the math on that, um, you actually don't pay any more money for this. Basically, you're paying the exact same dollar amount. You're just paying for it over two years instead of all at once. Um, so, pretty cool thing. I know they did it towards the end of the generation. With the 360, um, and but it was like way overpriced, and it was a really bad deal for people. Uh, I saw people doing it, and some you know I understand some people don't have a choice; they have to do that. Uh, but I, I thought that was just it was. I remember I think we talked about in the show way back when, and I saw it was bullshit what they were charging for it. And, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it's a it's a pretty cool deal to have. Um, I'll say personally, uh, I'm interested in it. Uh, getting getting the X. Uh, my only thing I think would be, uh, I, I hope I can like make advanced payments on it. Like if I wanted to, like if I have an extra, you know, 30 bucks or something I want to throw at it, I can here and there and pay it off faster. Uh, because th- that, that'd, be, that'd probably be the only way I get it without actually paying for it outright. Um, what about you Gables? Are you, would this make you interested in picking up an Xbox one for the uh, seventh time? <laughs> <laughs> the seventh time.
1: Oh, that's pretty funny. Um when it comes to that, the Xbox One deals and stuff like that, this rumored one, it doesn't sound that bad, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that's this is a perfect strategy, that Microsoft is probably going to be getting going pretty soon, towards the start of the holiday season, where it mm-hmm. this makes a lot of sense, you know, you're going to go forth and you're going to have a little bit of incremental payments and stuff on systems, and like Game Pass, and all the major features, even like the online stuff, potentially, which you would mostly be paying like what 800 something bucks anyway <laughs> not to mention <laughs> yeah, any so ton, like not to mention like even if you'd want to get like extra controllers or even like a game itself you know it's like man
0: yeah because i think uh if you buy a uh so i did the math on the x if 35 a month over two years it'd be 840 dollars. yeah which is what it would cost you to buy an xbox one x two years of game pass and two years excuse me, of Xbox Live Gold. So you're not, like I said, you're not paying anything more. Um, I don't know what it would cost you for two years with the S. Um, I guess you just take, so it'd be like, it'd be about $600 or so, give or take, Uh, you know, 30, 40 bucks. Um, Because we don't really have like a price for that yet. Uh, We have a price range, 20 to 25. Um, So like I said, probably around, soon around 600 bucks. Yeah, you know what? This is
1: like one of the first times I've ever seen like a game company even like entertaining the idea of, oh, hey, Let's have month. Let's have monthly incremental payments and stuff. You can go and pay like a, like a ever so much like say a month instead of like a one lump sum, which that's been one of the biggest complaints that gamers have had for years for consoles. Where it's like, why do I have to pay like four or five hundred dollars all at once? You know, it's like like either towards yeah. the holiday season or whatever. That's one of the reasons why people go into places like Walmart or to like not just Walmart but like other places just to put things on layaway because it's like. It gets so fucking expensive towards that time of the year. And seeing a gaming company like Microsoft going that way, potentially, leaning towards that way, that's another great fundamental sort of build-up and stuff for them going into the next generation pretty strong. With everything else on top of everything that they've already done this year to really improve the Xbox One's interface and experience and stuff, that's really fantastic. Personally, in my opinion, I still have no interest in playing the Xbox One.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Um, uh, I, like I said before, like I've always been, I'm always planning on picking up one here eventually. Oh yeah. Uh, I was always just planning on picking up the S, uh, when like Gears five came out and stuff. And if anything else in between that comes out, that I'm interested in, but you know, if, for a little bit more, if I, if for a few bucks more a month, I can just get the X. I'll just do that. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it seems like every three or four months Microsoft comes out with like this incredibly awesome consumer friendly deal uh and we have we you know and i i go through this whole rigmarole uh every time but it's just like they keep fucking finding ways to do really awesome things for for gamers um so yeah it's just cool to see that and they're like this like we've said in the past like they are setting themselves like they pretty much they they know they've lost this generation yep but they are this is all setting the landscape for the next generation it's pretty
1: exciting Uh, honestly
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with the E3 when they announced all those uh, those new uh, uh, developers that they purchased, uh, the companies they bought. So they are setting the groundwork for the future, uh, and I can't wait to see what else they got. So, yeah, it's awesome to see that. Um, and the final topic of the show, we've actually flew through this a lot faster than I thought we would. Wow. Uh, Amazon is uh, officially killing... What's left of the video game discount deal, uh, where uh, I think it was like just like two years ago, they announced this where you got 20% off, uh, video game items. It was like including like Amiibo, uh, collector editions, everything. And then they slowly started backtracking. It was like, oh, it's only if you pre order games. Uh, oh, or no, it was like, oh, only if you buy the games within two weeks of them coming out. Then it was only if you pre ordered them. Then it was like, well, now you can't, now you don't get discounts off of, uh, um amiibo or you don't get discounts off collector editions um now they are officially going away with it august 28th this tuesday is the uh I, is the last day I, I don't know if you can do it on tuesday or if it, tuesday is like the first day with as like it's over uh, but maybe just monday if you got games you want to buy uh pre-order them now on now or monday if you listen to it by then uh but on that day uh it's gone you no longer get discounts what they're going to do in its place is for certain games, and there's a list out there now, and it's mostly like the big AAA games uh, that are coming out, uh, you get a $10 store credit that you can use on most things in the uh, uh, Amazon on the, on the Amazon. Um, and so one of the kickers, though, I didn't realize this until earlier today, um, and this is something they didn't really talk about when they uh, announced it, is that $10 store credit, uh, it takes 35 days, so five weeks, to get that credit, and you only have 60 days to use it after that. Man. Um, yeah, so you don't, like, they didn't specify what you can't use it on. They said you can use it on most things. Uh, so, it sounds like the good thing is you don't have to, like, buy another video game to use that that gift card. Um, but, yeah, I don't... It's just kind of... This sucks. Um, and like I was saying at the beginning of the show, uh, about me buying those, pre ordering all those games digitally, like, this is, like, I bought Amazon Prime for this, and then I realized you know, I have Best Buy Gamer Club is way better. Now that's gone. Uh, my subscription for that ends in February, so after that, I no longer get my dis- my discounts. Uh, so it's just kind of like, I you know I, I unless you're like, like, I have argued I remember for all the time for like years probably the uh, for months or years uh, for the beginning of the show about how I hated digital, I hated the idea of going digital. Uh, I like trading my games in. I, it's bullshit that they're at the same price. Now here I am. It's like, I don't really see the point in buying uh, and paying for uh, physical copies of games anymore. It's like, I, I, you know, I still trade my games in here and there. I traded a bunch of games in today. But uh, for the most part, like, yeah, like I've, I've said before, like, every game I bought for PlayStation this year that I bought, you know, on launch day has been digital. The only games I buy physically now are my Switch games. And I don't even know why I do that. Uh, but... <laughs> I think it's just maybe because storage space, definitely the yeah. storage
1: space. That's why I do it too. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I have like the one terabyte PS4, which I can easily manage that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just I know you weren't really using it, Gables, but uh, it's just I don't know. It's just a huge, it's a huge bummer. And then they'll find out, like, hey, it's like, hey, we're you know, I'm like, okay, at least they're giving you a ten dollar store credit. Um, <laughs> oh, it's only on some games. Oh, well, you know, it's still you know it's something instead of just getting rid of it. Uh, oh no! You gotta wait five weeks, and you gotta use it within sixty days. And uh, then they had the thing, like Twitch had the thing this week, where if you use Twitch Prime, uh, for people like you, give people five dollars a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can, they, you get a free Twitch Prime subscription every month. You can give it to somebody, and that gives them like five, uh, like it's it's usually five dollars a month. But for that person, if you use the Amazon Prime's Twitch Prime, uh, they get two fifty or whatever and which you know if enough people subscribe that's something uh and it was if you were a twitch prime uh uh, subscribe via twitch prime for somebody on twitch you'd have to watch ads and now they're going away with that and people on they use twitch some of the bigger people are kind of pissed about it it's like we the money we make off of ads is nothing it's more it's just to line the pockets of twitch which is owned by amazon so, uh, kind of a shitty week if you were a video game fan um, and someone that has Amazon Prime or likes Amazon or Twitch, in any sort of oh, way. Oh no, shit. Um, yeah, so it's just it just feels like a hey, we're the biggest company in in the world right now. Uh, uh, the the CEO is the richest man in the world now, uh, and it's just like we just want to get richer, you know? Which <laughs> pretty I, I much, mean, the, the, you gotta make money. I get it. You supposed the goal is to keep making money, but. I don't know. It, it just sucks. Yeah, I know. And, just uh, taking
1: away most of like the discount stuff that we are accustomed to using. It seems like more or less this year has been major companies taking away discounts to try to force people to buy digitally. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like. And, it.
0: They, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's like, um, like PlayStation. You can't even like pre-order their games on there no, anymore. No, You don't. The last like um, almost a year now, you haven't been able to buy. Uh, you can you can only you can pre-order digital copies of games uh, of like uh, first party PlayStation games, but you can't like, you can't pre-order physical copies. You can't buy them. You can buy them after the game comes out. It's like usually like, like God of War came out like on April 20th and you couldn't pre-order or buy it until like April 21st. So yeah, like it's just, I mean, you already saw that. I know they had issues uh, a few years ago with Nintendo where you couldn't buy a lot of Nintendo games. And some of the games that are on there were like way overpriced. Compared to where they were, like I remember, Capitoad came out for forty bucks on the Wii U, uh, and it was forty bucks everywhere. But on Amazon, it was fifty five, and it was like, and it was like, why is it fifty five there? And you couldn't buy 3ds things like that. So uh, I wonder if it, it is part of it is that, um, and part of it, you know, is just uh, lying there you know, lying in their pockets, of course. So um, I don't know. Like I said, yeah, I think what really sucks is just like it was all there. There was no like, uh, you know. Bad news, good news. It's just like, ah, here's some bad news. So <laughs> and there, was a, there was nothing really to soften the blow of it, uh, which sucks. Um, but that is, I think, let me scroll through here one more time. Yes, that is all the news for the week. Wow. So Gables. Yes. Uh, I can't believe how fast we flew through this. I know, right? Uh, what are you even playing, buddy? All
1: right. So to start things off, before I get into the main topic that I have, I have been playing... More so, like, a replaying, pretty much, of Castlevania Symphony of the Night on the PS1. I've been yes. just edging myself a little bit through there. I'm about, like, five, I'm, like, almost about five hours or so inside the game. And that's pretty much the the point inside the game where I'm already deep into, like, the reverse castle. I've already went through, like, a lot of the bosses there. There's only, like, maybe a few sections that i got to explore left. But uh, I'll tell you what, though, it's, like, every time I play through this game... I try to make a point to play through it at least once a year, because I love the game, love the music, love the gameplay, and a lot of the different secrets and new ways I just can go and just discover something. But, uh, yeah, this time around, I just decided to just go a little bit different in terms of uh, exploring the castle. So it's like I have... Traditionally, I have done... Like, a couple different things. I would go, like, to the reverse clock tower first, and then I would work my way around and stuff. But I tried to make it a little bit more difficult for me because I was trying to see what type of uh, boss... how the bosses would be like if, say, I did not, like, grind... No, like, did a lot of grinding and stuff and leveling up, and a lot of them would be freaking difficult, I'll tell you this. But uh, one of the most difficult I think I have faced so far, if I remember correctly... Hmm... Well, let's see. Inside the regular castle, before I got to the reverse castle, facing off against the boss creature known as Alrox. Now, the thing about Alrox is he's a boss that, let's see, he's got two forms. He's got his regular form and stuff to where he's just like some sort of demon that's just chilling at a table, right? And it's like he goes forth, he just gets his big old laser beam across the thing where it just gets all this like blast radius stuff flying towards you. Plus he summons other like type of ghouls and stuff like that. But uh, if you beat him, and if you, like, whittle down his health enough, he transforms into this giant, like, a green, like, demonic creature or something like that, where he just makes crazy noises and stuff like that, and he's still, like, just doing these Nova freaking blast radius, like, lasers and stuff. And uh, he was one of the toughest ones so far to my playthrough because of two reasons. One, I was, like, five or ten levels under where I needed to be to face him, and two... I was just going through seeing how I was going to work my strategy out while doing that. And I did eventually beat him. (laughs) It was like maybe two or three tries when I did that. But uh, yeah, right at this point I stopped after getting one of the most powerful weapons in the game. One of the most powerful weapons in the game is a sword by the name of the Chrysagram. Or the Chrysagram, or whatever the heck you want to say it. Quintessentially, it's a sword that you can actually walk while attacking with it. I know it sounds stupid, but let's think of it this way: there are certain types of animations that uh, Alucard has, where if he draws a weapon or if he like he attacks with a weapon, it's like normally like crisp, like a few frames and stuff. He attacks and does this, but with the Chrysogram, you can actually go forth. It's so fast, the sword, that uh, you can actually just like just stand idle, and the thing just looks like he's got like a sword. Sl- like a sword slashing sort of force field around him almost. So every time that you rapidly like press the square button on the controller, he goes through and he's just slashing and just like killing almost everything in his path. And the most fun part about it when I what I do with it is I just literally I like just walk across rooms and stuff. And all the enemies start to attack me and they all get killed like in one hit and stuff while going through that. <laughs> now, I discovered like years ago and stuff that uh, in order to obtain this weapon, I have to repeatedly kill this one particular type of enemy inside the reverse library. It, the enemy is like a floating sort of, like, head, like in a burlap sack, almost. It's called <laughs> Shmo. I know, it's kind of stupid. What is it? S-C-H-M-O-O? Shmoo Or something like that? I have no idea the origin of this monster, or nor do I want to, considering the thing... That is looks-
0: it like a... Is it a Gen Seven Pokemon?
1: <laughs> oh man, man, wouldn't that be kind of funny? It's like, oh hey, there's Mimi Q. Only, oh man. <laughs> Instead of the Pikachu cosplay, it's a burlap sack. Wait,
0: <laughs> but uh, I can. I would love to see the evolution form of that right there. <laughs> now it's now it's a twelve ounce burlap sack.
1: <laughs> now it's got a, a load of oats. But anyway.
0: Now it has its own twist tie. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, But, uh, yes, let's see. I have... Let's see, after getting that weapon, I have like about two separate areas I need to go through now. The reason why I try to go and explore everything in this game, I always try to get the highest percentage possible. Inside the completionist rating and stuff, it's like, you have to get... If you want to complete the entirety of it, like two hundred point six percent, and the oh, that's random. The reasoning why it's like that is you got to explore one hundred percent of the regular castle. Let's see, what was it? A hundred point three percent in each castle, so that adds up to about two hundred point six percent during the both of them. Hmm. So it's like I got the clock tower, yeah, the reverse clock tower got to go through, and I believe I got to go through the catacombs which the Catacombs houses one of the most powerful bosses in that entire game. And it's an optional boss, and that's the biggest pain in the ass. (laughs) Here's the thing. Dracula. He is not the toughest boss inside of uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. No. There is a creature that stands almost 30 feet tall that's inside the Catacombs in the same room where you face off against, like, uh, Legion. That uh, big old mass of bodies and stuff like that in the regular castle. So... What Gallimoth is, is like this gigantic bull creature that's inside of a, the plate of armor with like a scepter, right? And he shoots out thunder, like thunderbolts from his, like a freaking, like a rod. And so basically what you got to do is you got to find a specific piece of armor that's going to help you against this creature. Because basically what it does is it ref- actually uh, neutralizes the electricity the thunder attacks that that creature throws at you, and I think it's also supposed to heal you a little bit too. So I forgot where that damn piece of armor is, so that's going to... I always do that. There's always... Every single playthrough is like, where's that armor? Where's that armor? (laughs) (laughs) I have done it a couple times in like the past like uh, 10 or so years of me trying to play this game where I've gotten to that boss, and I think I have beaten that... (laughs) boss without having to use that armor i think once i did it with like using poison mist which that took a hell of a lot of time and i had to replenish a hell of a lot of magic with items but uh... no the last time i did it i basically had the armor with me and i got into my cloud form went into the back of him and i started punching his heel repeatedly with my jewel knuckles like weapon that i had Which is basically my character's going through a rapid punching like his foot. (laughs) Up until, you know, he ends up like dying and stuff. But it also houses like like another type of uh, extended like relic or something like that behind there. But uh, other than that though, I've, let's see, I'm pretty close to beating Symphony of the Night for this year. But uh, another game that I had been playing was Earthbound. On the 3DS, still. Hmm. And the thing about Earthbound is, it's the, it's one of those games where I've picked up on and off again, played a little bit of it, got a little bit far into the Super Nintendo version, but uh, I stopped because I uh, stopped directly at the freaking Kraken boss, which I had no idea what the hell I'm supposed to do. Because I get to that boss, he kicks my ass, because I have all my party members and stuff, I think I was just severely underleveled at the time. That's what I perfectly think personally think what happened but uh with this playthrough i am past the city of threed i'm inside this desert right and what's kind of funny exploring this desert you get to come across these random items that are inside these presents because that's what earthbound does every time you find like items you either find them inside these presents that are conveniently wrapped in the middle of nowhere or you dig through garbage cans and find things like burgers and all this other stuff but uh there is this one moment, actually, inside the desert that I laugh my ass off every time I see it. It's when I go around the desert and all of a sudden I go towards the middle, the middle of the road and stuff like that. You see these three guys dressed in these uh, Mexican-like mariachi band uniforms, right? They have they are a band of guys that uh, you pay a little bit. And they act like a slot machine. (laughs) They basically (laughs) turn around in a circle. And if you get like triple sevens with them. They give you like a PSI Caramel. Which basically replenishes your like magic meter pretty much. That game's equivalent of magic. or, Or psi attacks, psychic attacks. What's funny is their names. It's like you have two brothers and their friend, right? One's Poncho. The other one's Pincho. And the last one is named Thomas Jefferson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Totally saw that coming.
1: I know. I always read it like, "Hey, I'm Poncho. I'm Pincho. It's like, I'm Thomas Jefferson." <laughs> <laughs> it's that odd sense of humor that a game had, that that game has, and it's so charming. Just every little bit here and there. It's like from the NPC characters, from the enemies you fight. i mean speaking about the enemies you fight. I finally made my way to the city of Foreside, which. The city of Foreside is exactly what you would expect, right? It's just there is this gigantic X. This town is like a gigantic X. You have the buildings and all everything else all set in place and stuff. And once you open up the town map, it's just this gigantic X like with all this like cities placed upon. So you got your motels, you got all those various other stuff. The enemies of this city is really kind of funny. You have like this really cranky old you have this really cranky lady that you fight and stuff and you have this uh this old this these freaking like old business dudes are like obviously drinking alcohol but they call it like cappuccino (laughs) (laughs) that uh and get this like the way they lower down your stats is they they basically groan of like groan and bitch about today's youth and it drops down your (laughs) guts meter or something like that for your characters by a few points which is pretty funny but one of the most one of the more funnier enemies i've come across is like a taxi cab I've actually I'm battling a taxi cab with like my group, my party and stuff, and it just <laughs> honks and like just lowers down the freaking guts meter, all this other shit. But uh
0: Do you use like Uber attack on it or Lyft?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost expecting that all honestly. Yeah, but that's it's down for Oh my gosh. But at the same time here I got my party my party is actually pretty close to the mid thirties. They're getting closer to it which I'm very happy about because I want to try to grind a little bit in that game so I can go forth and uh, tackle the reverse the re- like the parallel dimension thing from like uh, four side which I think it's called flip side or something like that <laughs> but uh, yeah that's that's earthbound in of itself and of course the last game that uh, I've been playing which is pretty obvious by now I'm still tracking little still trekking through World of Warcraft stuff. I'm happy to report, I'm at level 55, and I'm almost close now to getting to the Burning Crusade stuff. Because, to be perfectly honest with you, what my main intention is, I want to go through the original sort of game that was more or less based off of the vanilla form of WoW, and then I want to go through each separate expansion before I go into the freaking Battle for Azeroth stuff. (laughs) My friends think I'm crazy, but you know what? I have, I am crazy like a fox. I'll just say it right now because it's like I want to experience the game from the beginning all the way to the end. That's just how I do it, inside chronologically speaking with games. <laughs> but um, I'm at this point right now where I'm in the zone. There, the zone is called the Plaguelands, right? It's separated from the West and the Eastern Plague Lands. I completed all the quests inside the Western Plaguelands. It was fun doing this and doing that. I go into the Eastern Plaguelands. Not only is it bigger, and it has, like, five separate, like, storyline... Main... Like, main storyline quests that uh, branch off for different other types of quests and side quests and stuff. But, man, the enemies are getting a lot more difficult in terms of uh, how many of them there are. Now, there is a term... Or when a mob of creatures and stuff go forth or a mob of like enemy players or something like that go forth and attack your character all at once it's called ganked <laughs> it's uh, i know it's so stupid but uh, at the same point i've been <laughs> Oh
0: boy. i
1: know right i laughed when i heard that term too but it's a real term I've never heard it in my life. Not even from my friends who've played MMOs before. And all of a sudden, it's like, most recently this year, I've just heard that term so many times. Like, whenever a character just, like, your enemy character gets, like, surrounded by, like, a mob of enemies, like, three or four of them, that just get, just beat, beat the freaking dude to death. It's like, oh my god, I've been ganked. It's like, oh god. Oh boy. And one...
0: sounds so much worse than what it actually is. I know, right? (laughs)
1: And one by one Colonel Gables is learning MMO terms. Oh god, I hope I'm I, I, this is... I just kinda hope I'm not going to be turning into the Saint Mantooth of freaking <laughs> this podcast.
0: <laughs> You're gonna have to have like the MMO speak of the week or something for us. Oh
1: Jesus Christ. Oh man. The only people who are gonna
0: gonna understand that freaking reference are the ones that some of our friends are talking <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, a third of them might know what that joke is.
1: I know. I know, that's what's funny about it. But anyway. Anyway, continuing on, it's like, I've gotten pretty close to where I wanted to be. It's like, one of my friends, she just, like, just keeps on asking, it's like, you know, I got to I gotta go for you. It's like, you try to get to level 60 or something by the end of this, like, uh, by the end of the weekend. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. Uh, and let's see, Friday night, I was tired. I leveled up one. Today... I tried leveling up, so I got kind of, like, distracted because of, like, uh, all the other quests and how long it was taking because of how strong the enemy mobs have been against me. So I did, like, about one level. So it's like, okay, I'll see what happens tomorrow. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm still having a lot of fun playing World of Warcraft and stuff. But, uh, man. Man, oh, man. I have found myself where I need to take little bits of breaks here and there and just play some other games too and even that i've watched i've even done little things just away from gaming too, watch movies watch this watch that you know and it's just kind of weird for me that i have a game now in like at this moment in time where i actively want to keep on playing it day after day i tomorrow will mark one month one month since i've played world of warcraft and that time went by Fast and I think maybe one or two days I haven't actually played that damn game, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing in a nutshell. So, Tyler, what about you?
0: Um, so I'm kind of in that weird, um, in between stage where uh, fire, like I talked about last week, all the games I got coming out the next like month or so. Uh, so I'm just kind of waiting for fire pro wrestling to come out on Tuesday. So, I haven't really tried to
1: god damn it, a game does come out on Tuesday. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it is i can't wait uh but um yeah so i'm just kind of waiting for that to come out um so i not really i didn't really want to delve d- deep in anything i was gonna start at Vampir and i was, and then it was just, like i remembered i'm like ah, yeah. i looked up how about how long that game is yeah. uh without spoiling anything it's like 15 to like 25 hours okay like,
1: so it's sort of standard
0: yeah so i'm like all right well i'm like not enough time to i don't have enough time really uh, to play it without forcing my way through it really quickly, and I don't want to do that with that game, um, so I'm like, I'll hold off on that when I have time. That's uh, going to be an extra so, life
1: game. I kid you not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'll probably end up being, uh, but um, I uh, I played a couple of like games. I'm, I'm, of course, playing a bunch of Madden. Uh, but um, a couple of games that I've been playing. One game I played a lot on the plane. Like, I bought a few games to play. Uh, on the plane ride from to and from Vegas, I bought, like, Crossing Souls and uh, Sushi Striker. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I bought something else. I don't remember where it is now. Oh, I, I just brought, like, I, I brought Captain Toad with there me. There you go. And I was like, I'm going to play these. And then the day of the flight, Pit Cross 2 came out <laughs> for $8. And I spent the entire plane trip to and fro playing Pit Cross 2 Dude. for 90% of that Dude. time. So, you actually played the Picross yeah. game. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Picross. Uh, I love the the Pokemon Picross game uh, that came out on 3DS a few years back. I talked about it a lot back then, but I was just like, the only problem with it was the free-to-play elements of it. I hated that. I said I'd, I'd, I'd gladly have paid $10 just to have a Picross game wow. uh, on the 3DS. Um, you know
1: what's really surprising? It's like when you still had a 3DS, I'm very surprised you didn't try to play Mario Picross, dude. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Dude! I, I talked about it like for a good solid couple shows, I think. <laughs> what
0: a was I was I sober?
1: I think you were.
0: <laughs> was it during the show?
1: It was during the show. <laughs> Mario Picross, that thing was awesome. <laughs>
0: 80, 80, twenty I was drunk, uh, so that's probably what it is. You said you should have told me when I was sober, Gables. <laughs> this is your fault. I am blaming you. Uh, but uh, no, I mean I didn't really know what Picross was until I played the Pokemon one. A few years ago, and then they announced Pic- like Pick Cross came out last year for the Switch about this time, and it was like seven bucks, and I bought it and fucking loved it. Um, and I, just, I usually get to a certain point where like the levels just get super big, and I'm just like, okay, like I, I so I play this from like a nerdy element where it's just like I don't give a shit about the design. I play it for the math part of it. So that's why. So I I don't really care when it when it gets to, like the The 15 by 15, and the 20 by 20. I'm like, all right, this is just getting insane. I'm just here for the math. Um, that's the nerdiest thing I've ever said in my (laughs) time. I'm just here for the math guys. Uh, (laughs) fuck me. You called me a nerd. Um, yeah. (laughs) God damn it. You're right. I had, I deserved that one. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, so I played a bunch of that, um it was just funny. I, I spent, I bought like a, I don't know, $90 of video games to play. And the $8 one I bought the day of the flight is the one I played the entire time. And I played, I I played a good chunk of this too while I was listening to Jake snore. So, uh, it was about the only thing keep me sane, uh, for good chunks of the, of my travels. Um, the, I did actually play a little bit of Sushi Striker. I played it for a couple hours. Um, and, uh, it's an okay game. Uh, it, it was like fifty bucks when it came out. I wanted to get it when it first came out, and I saw it was like fifty bucks. I'm like, Ooh, I'm gonna wait. Uh, it was on sale for I think it was like twenty six, twenty seven dollars. I bit the bullet, um, and it's a fun game. Like so, it is like uh story is kind of dumb, but it's basically like uh, like people are like hoarding sushi from each other. Like hmm. so, I don't really understand it. It's something about sushi, and then this kid who doesn't let, know what sushi is all of a sudden loves sushi. And he'll do anything for sushi. He's like he's like um, uh, Luke Skywalker with the, like he did, he just found out what the force was eight minutes ago. Now it's his entire uh, life. Like that's all he gives a shit about. It's like this, but this kid with sushi. Uh, now all he cares about is sushi. And like there's people trying to attack him uh, and take his like you have these weird sushi like these weird sushi things uh, creatures that like like attract to you. And now you have, like, their powers. It's really dumb. I don't understand it. It's anime as fuck. Um, So, that's, like, my main problem with it is I just don't like anime. uh, And it's just so many goddamn cutscenes and, like, bullshit talking. I don't care. Like, the game is fun. But it's, like, the game part of it is, like, 15% of the game. Like, the rest of it is just, like, cutscenes and a lot of dialogue. And I just... I don't care. I'm not here for reading. I'm here for the math. Okay, uh, we went through this, and there's just too much reading. There's no math. There's no math. There's well, there's there's some. There's not a lot. Um, the actual oh, game part of it is, it's like you versus this other guy, and like there's like these like uh, conveyor systems with uh, plates of sushi on them, and you got to match the the colors of the plates. Uh, so all the sushi are on plates, and like you got to like they got to connect, and the more you get in a row. Uh, like the bigger the combo you make and you build up these bars and then like you attack him and you're the first one to like knock out each other's HP wins um uh, that's the game it, it it's super simple it it's a little i did it i tried it with like the touchscreen on the plane a little bit and um I thought that worked really well but doing it with like, a controller uh not as um uh reactive as you would like it's definitely made it's, it's also on 3ds this is this was a 3ds game that they um, midway through development, also decided to put on the Switch. So, um, yeah, so it's it's fine. Uh, I like I said, I, I didn't really care for it. Uh, if you are interested in it, you I mean, if that sounds interesting to you, what it is, uh, check it out. I guess. <laughs> um, but
1: oh man, why are you why am I just, why are you laughing? Why me? am I just imagining right now? It's like Tyler Courtney, 2018, 5 out of ten, anime as fuck.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm yeah we found something else outside of roguelikes i dislike <laughs> it's anime um well i think we knew i hated anime yeah. but uh it just destroys the game for oh me even God. a game I, 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 I somewhat like so it, it was funny so i i the game up i hadn't played it at all yet before we went on the flight so i started playing it on the flight and the first like 15 minutes was like, like it all it's an anime cutscene, and um i got like so embarrassed that maybe the person next to me is, is looking at what I'm playing that I turned it off <laughs> uh I'm just like I don't want anybody to see me playing this game <laughs> like I was so ashamed ashamed of this game that I, I when I was on when I was at the hotel and I, I played the first couple levels so I got past that uh so once that part was over it wasn't as bad but uh yeah that was a that was a low point in my life you know playing this game on a airplane uh in front of other people um but the nerdy math game was not somehow. Uh, so yeah, that's how I I guess I, I deal with things. That's how Tyler deals with things, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, that is... Oh, I forgot. What? I played Metal Gear Survive Gables. <laughs> what? I played Metal Gear Survive. You actually tried it. I did.
1: Okay. Tell me about it. It fucking
0: sucks. <laughs> it's, it's fucking garbage. Fuck that game. And fuck you, Konami. <laughs> I don't really have much more to add in that. It's just it, it, this should not be a Metal Gear game. This is like, hey, we have an engine, guys, that we pay millions of dollars for. Well, so let's use it. Okay, well, that, that that makes sense. That's a smart business move. Uh, okay, well, let's make this survival game where you just play Horde mode over again. You don't have any cool guns. We have the bullshit um, thing where like you, you shot shot them up with the uh, with the fucking balloon. Uh, but it's not even as cool as it once was in there. You don't even you can't even like shoot goats uh, like up. You it's like <laughs> just zombies and they don't make funny noises when they fly off. They just go they just go into a hole and they're gone. Um, and you just you don't shoot anything. There's not really much sneaking. All you do is you just fucking stab them with a the spear through the fucking fence. That's the goddamn game. That's all you do. It sucks. Fuck that game. And fuck you Konami. So that is my review of Metal Gear uh, Survive. <laughs> Um. So yeah, uh, good job with Symphony of the Night, but fuck you uh, <laughs> for Melgar Survive. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that is everything uh, this week. Sorry, I ended on a bummer <sighs> with Melgar Survive. Uh, but um, if you like us, uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a, a page and group, Junk uh, Nerds Podcast. Uh, like and join us on there. Uh, on Twitter at Drunk Nerds Pod, follow us on there. On twitch.tv slash uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, follow us on there as well. Uh, on YouTube, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Give us a big uh, like, please, uh, um, for our videos. All our podcast goes up on there. Any, anything else like Twitch stream, stuff like that, we also put up on there. So if you uh, give us a big uh, thumbs up and um, leave us a comment, we'd really appreciate it. And also on iTunes, Drunk, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to us on there, please. Uh, and uh, give us a five-star review and leave us a nice little written review. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, more of you guys do stuff like that, the more likely it is for other people to see us. And we would appreciate it if you did that. Um, so Gables, I... What the fuck? Why did I say that? What? Why did I say it? To, so Gables, I don't know. So, I don't... What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> Metal Gear 5 has destroyed my world. Um, so guys, I don't know what I, How do I do this the show? Do you remember how I ended the show?
1: <laughs>
0: I forgot how to end the show. Well, you would uh, normally
1: recommend people to go to our Facebook and our Twitter pages and stuff I like that. I did all done. that. That's done.
0: That's... Yeah. Uh, so I have been your so host. I...
1: Yeah! That's a <laughs> mistake. <honest>, thank you. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened there. You uh, just
1: blanked. Metal Gear Survive does that to people.
0: Yeah, I think I just Rage Blacked Out. Um, <laughs> so <laughs>
1: So I've been your host, I've been Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gable. So until next week, everyone, don't play Metal Gear Survive. Anime anime things like Sushi Striker is anime as fuck. And um, (laughs) among all else, have yourself a fun time, play yourself some good games, and above all else, listen to a fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast.
0: Yep, and check out our podcast next week, Drunk Dash Math. And Gable?
1: (laughs) Gables? Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.